Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony with a very special Disney Vacation Club episode of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. It's been a couple, uh, about a week and a half since we did one of these. We were trying to keep on a regular pace, but then, well, life. Yep, always life. Hashtag Corona. <laughs> so uh, you may have remembered that the last time we spoke, we spoke about the best kept secret at Disney World, which is... Uh, the Disney Vacation Club. That's right. Um, and we spoke about the three freestanding uh, separate Vacation Club properties that they have. Uh, but that's not all. There are going to be a total of 12 Vacation Club uh, locations on property. Uh, the three freestanding ones we spoke about. There is one under construction currently at Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge. And then there are eight uh, vacation club properties that are, well, we'll say commingled uh, with other resorts, which means they just kind of added uh, to the resort footprint or maybe knock something down to put something up. Uh, you know, Disney never one to shy away from making a dollar uh, in any way they can. Right. So the um, first commingled DVC property to open is the uh, Boardwalk Villas, which is in the Epcot Resort area. They opened on July 1st of 1996, and that is the fourth Disney Vacation Club property, but only the second at Walt Disney World. Uh, between the opening of what is now Old Key West and the Boardwalk Villas, they opened two Vacation Clubs that were nowhere near Walt Disney World, one in Vero Beach, Florida, and one in Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. Right. So those freestanding properties, uh, not even resort properties, were open. But July of 96, we got the Disney Boardwalk Villas. Uh, the theme of the property is turn-of-the-century Old Key West. There are... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a editing error. Turn-of-the-century. <laughs> turn-of-the-century slash boardwalk. Uh, there are 530 rooms. There are transportation options there. You have the buses and boats and the walking path that service both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studio. And technically, they are a Skyliner resort because the Skyliner drops off at the International Gateway, which is just off of, um, what is that lake there? Crescent Lake mm -hmm. um, over by the resorts. It's, yeah, it's not all that long of a walk. No. From, from the boardwalk, it's maybe a four-minute walk at the most. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the accommodations they have available? Sure. Um, so starting with the deluxe studio has three different types of views, a standard view, a boardwalk view, or a garden or pool view. Um, it features one queen size bed, a full size sleeper sofa, and a single pull down bed. It's a little on the small side, that pull down bed, probably best for a child. Um, pricing on that is between $542 and $898 a night. That's standard um, rack rate, and the high price there would be um, at the holiday time. That's right. Just a, a good thing to mention is while these properties are primarily for Disney Vacation Club members, which is Disney's version of a timeshare, um, they can also be purchased, well, not purchased, but you can also stay there with um, uh, cash. So if there are units that are available and not reserved by Vacation Club members, you can go just like a, you know, a normal resort property. And then also, if you're a member of RCI timeshares, there is some flexibility there within the Disney properties. Sorry, you, you can continue. That's okay. Thank you. Um, the one bedroom villas, um, standard view, boardwalk view, and garden or pool view is available. Um, those feature one king size bed, one 
queen size sleeper sofa. Um, and those, so those sleep up to four. Uh, there's something about, you can maybe have a fifth guest, but you can't bring, but there's no extra uh, bedding, linens, or towels are provided. So I, I don't know. I guess you're supposed to bring your blow up mattress with you. Yeah, this is, this is the only one that had this caveat, uh, as far as, you know, how many people could sleep in there. Um, yeah, no additional bedding, linens, or towels will be provided if you have a fifth person. So, Very odd. Yeah. Um, that ranges from $738 to $1,179. They have a two-bedroom lock-off villa, they call it. And what's a lock-off mean? That is when it's essentially a one-bedroom villa combined with a deluxe studio, and they're just configured with a connecting door in the middle. Okay. Um, standard view, boardwalk view, or garden pool view. Um, those feature one king-size bed, one queen-size bed, one full-size sleeper sofa, one queen-size sleeper sofa, and one single pull-down bed of the small size, and that sleeps up to nine people. Pricing on that is between $1,108 and $2,026. And then lastly is the three-bedroom Grand Villa. Um, that features um, one king-size bed, four queen-size beds, and one queen-size sleeper sofa. It sleeps up to 12. Um, room rates are not necessarily available for this. It takes a little bit of extra searching. Um, but typically it looks like the pricing is about double what you would pay for the two bedroom lock-off villa. So I think you're probably looking at between about two and $4,000 a night, depending upon, um, when you go. Yeah, it looks like, so, um, normally what you have to do with the three bedroom villas is those pricing, uh, the pricing for those units is not available online. You have to call and the utilities we were using didn't have access to that. But while Cheryl was talking, I actually looked at another uh, resource uh, the three bedroom price ranges from about twenty two eighty six to thirty six seventy two, so right. we're pretty That's close. Yeah. All right, um, and then for dining and shopping and lounges, all those things are going to be tied into um, Disney's Boardwalk, the mm -hmm. hotel itself. Um, so you're going to share those amenities, and we should have, or maybe we did. I don't know. Maybe our memories are bad. Have gone over um, the that hotel when we were just going over just general um, hotels. Right. But I don't know if we did. So well, you want to run through what sure, they have we, for dining? Sure, we can do that real quick. So um, the boardwalk is kind of set up unique because there is a boardwalk there. And a lot of the restaurants are actually not in the hotel, but they're set up around the boardwalk. So it's nice and it can be a pain at the same time. It's nice if the weather's nice. It stinks if it's raining. Right. But like if you want to leave your room and go to the, the get a soda refill in your refillable mug, you actually have to go down to one of the quick service locations, which is on the boardwalk with your with your cup to get it. Right. So a bit of a pain, but still fun. Uh, so your fine dining options, signature dining, you have the Flying Fish Cafe. Uh, for unique or themed dining, the Big River Grill and Brewing Works, Trattoria Al Forno, uh, which also has a character meal in it uh, in the mornings, uh, Rapunzel, Flynn Rider. Uh, oh, casual. It's like called the Farewell Breakfast. Farewell Breakfast, yeah. Uh, casual dining, you have the ESPN Club. And then for quick service, you have the Ample Hills Creamery, the Boardwalk Bakery, Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margaritas, which is where you would probably just mm -hmm. set up a chair, uh, the Funnel Cake Cart, the Pizza Window, and the To-Go Cart. There are four lounges in the area, the Abracadabra, Abracadabar, uh, mm -hmm. the Bellevue Lounge, and then Jelly Rolls, which is a dueling piano club at the end of the boardwalk and Leaping Horses Libations. As with most deluxe properties, Disney also has room service available. Very good. All right, moving on to our next resort. It's Disney's Boulder Ridge Villas. 
Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that one? Sure. Boulder Ridge opened in uh, November on November 15th of 2000. It originally opened as the Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge and then was renamed in 2018 when Disney decided to put a second vacation club property at the Wilderness Lodge. The theme is Pacific Northwest, and Boulder Ridge has 180 rooms uh, on, on location. The transportation from the resort are buses and boats to the Magic Kingdom, um, and then that's it. Uh, you've got boats and buses. <laughs> buses and boats. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about the rooms or you want me to do this one? I can do them. Sure. Um, your options, so your options at all of them are usually um, studio, one-bedroom villa, two-bedroom villa, and then the um, the three-bedroom grand villa. In some of them. Right. That's that. Those are typical. Right. Um, so this one has the deluxe studio. Uh, you have options for your views, pool, woodlands, courtyard, or... Um, I don't know what the... Oh, or views of the hotel, um, the Disney's Wilderness Lodge Hotel. Right. So the, the difference is when you were talking about the boardwalk villas and you were saying how there's a standard view, a boardwalk view, and a garden view, those are three different price points. Okay. With the Wilder, with the Boulder Ridge villas, you're just going to get one of those views. It's one price point. There okay. are no separate views. It's just one. It's one right. and you get whatever you get, but the pricing is, is Fair enough. unified. Okay. Um, in there, you have one queen bed and one double-sized sleeper sofa plus a pull-down single bed. It sleeps up to five adults, and the price ranges from $506 to $776 a night. There is a one-bedroom villa um, that features a king bed and one queen-sized sleeper sofa. It sleeps up to four adults for between $712 and $1,045 a night. They have a two-bedroom villa, which sleeps up to eight adults with one king bed, two queen beds, and one queen-size sleeper sofa. Pricing for that is $1,181 to $2,070. Excellent. And it looks like they do not have um, a three-bedroom option here. Correct. And as far as dining or lounges go, you have Storybook Dining at Artist Point, which is a character meal. Uh, it is dinner, and it is Snow White and characters from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You have the Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is uh, uh, table service dining. They offer breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Geyser Point Bar and Grill offers breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a bar service. Roaring Fork, which is their quick service, offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Territory Lounge offers bar service, and you've got your standard room service. All right. On to the Beach Club Villas. What about that one? Excellent. They opened on July 1st of 20, uh, 2002. Uh, they are themed after a Newport Beach cottage, and they have 282 rooms on property. No wonder it's so hard to get a room there. Right. It's not very many. Their transportation options are buses and uh, buses, and then boats and a walking path to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And once again, they are a Skyliner Resort, as they're in the Epcot Resort area. Okay, good. Um, and so they have... For rooms, the deluxe studio with one double-sized sleeper sofa and one queen-size bed, plus the one single pull-down bed for five up to five adults, $542 to $898 a night. The one-bedroom villa with one king bed and one queen-size sleeper sofa, or one king bed and one double-sized sleeper sofa. I don't know, I'd be a little annoyed if I ended up with the double-sized one, huh? Right. Priced between $738 and $1,079 a night. And then the two-bedroom villa, um, which has one king bed, two queen beds, and one double-sized pull-down bed, or one king bed and two queen beds and one queen-sized sleeper sofa. That sleeps up to eight adults 
Um, it is uh, $1,108 uh, up to $2,026. Excellent. And for dining and lounge options, you have the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which offers dinner. They're the signature restaurant. You have the Cape May Cafe, which offers breakfast, brunch, and dinner. Uh, the breakfast is a Disney uh, character meal, and dinner is a seafood buffet. You have Beaches and Cream, which offers lunch and dinner in an old-fashioned restaurant, uh, you know, soda jerk, 50s-themed type place. You have the Ale and Compass Lounge, which offers bar service. You have the Crew Cup Lounge, which offers lunch, dinner, and late-night bar stuff. You have Martha's Vineyard, which offers lunch, bar service, and late-night food. You have the Market at the Ale and Compass, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, that's a quick service. And you have the Beach Club Marketplace, which is, once again, quick service. They offer breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late-night snacks. You have Hurricane Hannah's Waterside Bar and Grill, which offers lunch and bar service. And then you've got your room service. Nice. All right. And that brings us over to Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, uh, also known as Kidani Village. This resort opened in phases beginning in the summer of 2007 and then was named Kidani Village in 2009 with a separate building that was built. There are 708 rooms in this African safari-themed lodge, and it is the third largest DVC property by room count in Walt Disney World. Not a lot of transportation options, though, as you can only utilize the bus service okay. uh, from this resort. All right. They have uh, deluxe studios with... Um they oh well each of these rooms is going to have the choice of a standard view or a savanna view. Um, the savanna views are uh, quite a bit more expensive, but the pricing that we have here is only for the standard view. So keep that in mind. That's right. And if you do get a savanna view, what's the cool thing about that? You see animals. You see animals on the savanna. Yeah, that's why it's more money. Right. Um, the deluxe studio has one queen size bed and one double size sleeper sofa. It sleeps up to four adults. Um, the standard view price is $472 up to $864 a night. The one-bedroom villa has one king bed and one queen-size sleeper sofa, plus one twin-size sleeper chair. Um, that accommodates up to five adults, and the pricing for the standard view is $681 up to $1,158. They have a two-bedroom villa which features one king-size bed, two queen-size beds, and one queen-size sleeper sofa, plus a twin-size sleeper chair. You can sleep up to nine adults in there. The pricing for the standard view is $1,051 up to $2,025. And then lastly is the three-bedroom grand villa. Um, that has one king bed and four queen beds, plus a queen-size sleeper sofa. It sleeps up to 12 adults. And the pricing is $2,195 to $3,543. All right. And then for dining and lounge options, you have Boma, Flavors of Africa, which offers breakfast and dinner. You have Sanaa, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as well as the Sanaa Lounge, which offers a bar service. The Mara, which is their quick service, offers breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late night options. The Mahi Pool Bar offers lunch and bar service. The Uzima Springs Pool Bar offers bar service. The Cape Town Lounge and Wine Bar, which is near Jico, offers bar service. And the Victoria Falls Lounge offers bar service. The resort also offers room service. And uh, this Vacation Club location does have a community hall, which some of the Vacation Club properties have, some of them don't. 
Community Hall is where they hold events, activities. You can borrow board games, borrow books, borrow DVDs. I don't know if they've upgraded the Blu-rays. You can check out basketballs and tennis rackets and all sorts of sporting equipment. And that is available for um, Vacation Club members and I believe people who are actually staying uh, in the Vacation Club property. Okay, yep. Um, And also to mention, when we're going through all of the dining and lounges, most of the time, these are all located at the main resort. So you would consider that these DVC resorts are sort of spin-off resorts. You know, they're smaller and they mostly just have rooms. They don't have a lot of the services. So you would go over to the main hotel for the services. Um, Animal Kingdom Lodge um, actually does have a couple of their own things. So Sanaa is actually located um, in Kidani Village, as well as uh, Sanaa Lounge. And I believe one of these pools and pool bars is over in that in the direction right. of the Kidani uh, Village, which is not necessarily the case with all of the DVC properties. Correct. All right. All right. That brings us over to Bay Lake Tower, which opened on August 4th of 2009. The theme is Modern Contemporary. Uh, the actually the fun thing about this is I remember when we were, were visiting one day and we looked and all of a sudden one third of the Contemporary Resort was gone. They had knocked down the North Wing uh, and the North Wing of the Contemporary Resort and the Disney Racquet Club were demolished in order for them to put this vacation club property up. So once again, you know, nothing is ever finished at Disney. They're always changing something. Uh, there are 428 rooms at uh, Bay Lake Tower. And as far as transportation options go, you have a boat or walking option or monorail to get to the Magic Kingdom. And then you have buses to go everywhere else. If you want to go to Epcot, yes, you can jump on the monorail, transfer at the Ticket and Transportation Center, and then go to Epcot that way. So I guess you can take uh, uh, the monorail there as well. Right. Okay. Um, they have a deluxe studio with uh, various views that the um, price varies by view. So your choices for views are standard view, lake view, um, or theme park view. The deluxe studios feature one queen bed and a double-sized sleeper sofa. They sleep up to four adults, and they are priced between $591 and $963. The one-bedroom villa has a king bed and one queen-sized sleeper sofa plus a twin-sized sleeper chair. It sleeps up to five adults. Pricing is $861 to $1,333. They have a two-bedroom villa, which has a king bed and two queen beds, plus a queen-size sleeper sofa and a twin-size sleeper chair. It sleeps up to nine adults. Pricing is $1,126 to $2,300. And then for dining and lounges, what have we got? All right. You've got access to the California Grill, which offers brunch and dinner. You have access to the California Grill Lounge, which offers brunch and dinner. Chef Mickey's, which is a character breakfast in the Grand Canyon Concourse Lobby of the Contemporary Resort, which offers breakfast, brunch, and dinner. You have the Wave of American Flavors, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Contempo Cafe, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is their quick service, is it not? Which one? Contempo Cafe. Yes. Then you have the Contemporary Grounds, which is a a coffee counter. You have the Sand Bar, which offers bar service poolside. You have the Cove Bar, which offers bar service. You have the Outer Rim, which offers bar service, and then you have the Wave Lounge, which offers bar service. You also have Disney uh, Resort Room Service, and once again, this Vacation Club property uh, does have a community hall offered with it. Okay, and then we didn't mention, um, but it's also available, is the Top of the World Lounge, which is actually the one lounge that is um, in the Bay Lake Tower, 
um, and that's on the top floor of Bay Lake Tower and is um, accessible only to um, people staying at that tower. You cannot um, go in there if you are staying over at the Contemporary. I thought it was so exclusive that it's actually just DVC It members. may be. Yeah, yeah, it may be. Because we tried to go up there that one time. Did and, we? Yeah. I don't even remember. Okay. All right. That brings us to the villas at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, which opened on October 23rd of 2013. The theme is Victorian Seaside Resort, and there are only 147 rooms available. Transportation for right now is boats or monorail to the Magic Kingdom and then buses everywhere else. Uh, they are working on a walking path that will bring you uh, over to the Magic Kingdom, and that should be open. Well, if this, if uh, the quarantine is ever lifted, uh, you know, it should be at some point in 2020 that uh, that path is finished. Okay, and maybe I missed it when you were talking, but also monorail. Yeah, monorail, right. I said monorail. Did you? Yeah. I couldn't. I thought I missed it. Okay. I, I know you like to say you can technically take the monorail to Epcot, but that involves transferring. Yeah, no, no, no. I just didn't center. even know if you mentioned the monorail. It's um, obviously right next door to the Grand Floridian itself. So, um, you, yes, you do have monorail access. Okay, so for rooms, you have um, two choices for views, um, standard view or lake view for each of these types of uh, accommodations. In the deluxe studio, you get a queen bed and a queen size sleeper sofa plus a single pull down bed. It sleeps up to five adults. Pricing is $709 to $1,106. There is a one bedroom villa with one king bed and one queen size sleeper sofa plus a pull down single bed that sleeps up to five adults for $972 to $1,568. There is a two bedroom villa. Um, with one king bed and one queen bed, plus two queen-size sleeper sofas and a single pull-down bed, that sleeps up to nine adults. Pricing is $1,577 to $2,418 a night. And lastly is the three-bedroom grand villa, which sleeps up to 12 adults for $2,769 up to $4,689. Oof. I know. All right. And then you've got some excellent dining and lounge options there. You've got Citricos, which offers dinner, uh, Narcusis, which offers brunch and dinner, Victorian Alberts. You can't get any better than that. Uh, they offer dinner. 1900 Park Fair offers breakfast, brunch, and dinner. Uh, and that is a character meal with uh, various Disney characters. There's the Garden View Tea Room, where you can get an afternoon tea service. The Grand Floridian Cafe, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Citrico's Lounge, which offers bar service, uh, the relatively new Enchanted Rose Bar, which offers bar service, uh, Gasparilla Island Grill, which offers breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late night in a casual quick service style. There is the Beaches Pool Bar and Grill, which offers lunch and bar service, and the Courtyard Pool Bar, which offers bar service. I will once again mention that uh, this Disney resort offers room service. Very nice. Okay, one of my favorites, the Polynesian Villas and Bungalows. I'm not so big on the villas, but I love the bungalows. Uh, the opening date on this resort was April 1st, 2015. The theme is Polynesian. There are 380 rooms. Um, God, I'm not sure that that's right, but that's what I typed, so we'll go with that. Once again, transportation options are you have the boats uh, and monorail to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, eventually, when that walking path to the Grand Floridian is done, you will be able to walk from the Polynesian to the Grand Floridian and then to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, you also have buses going everywhere and you can take the monorail to the Ticket Transportation Center and go to Epcot. Okay. Um, there, there are not a lot of options for accommodations. They only have deluxe studios, 
Um, you can choose from a standard view or a lake view. Um, they feature a queen size bed, a queen size sleeper sofa, and a single pull down bed. It sleeps up to five adults, and pricing is $629 to $1,029. There are no one bedroom or two bedroom villas here. There are also no three bedroom grand villas, but they do have the bungalows, which sleep up to eight adults with um, a king bed a queen bed, and a queen-size sleeper sofa, plus two single pull-down beds. Um, the views of that are just um, lake views because they are really actually right out there on the Seven Seas Lagoon. These are not inexpensive. Pricing is between $3,009 and $5,259 per night. Per night. Yeah. Per night. Yeah, I don't like to spend that much on our whole seven-night stay. Right. Now, I think the interesting thing about that is a lot of those bungalows have views of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there are a few of them that have that perfect view that goes right down the alley, right down the middle of Main Street, where, you know, you can see the fireworks and it's it's an amazing view. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely cool, but it's also a little bit weird. They have these little porches that you can, like, hang out on with, like, a porch swing and... but And a hot tub. There's a hot tub on okay. that, yeah. Um, but you have the ferry coming in and out, and it's like everyone's just looking at you. It yeah. comes right by you. That's the downside to having that perfect view, yeah. is in order to get that perfect view, you're really close to the dock. Yeah, you are. So it's, I guess it's a trade-off. Uh, what do we have for dining at the Polynesian? All right, we've got Ohana, which offers a character breakfast with Lilo and Stitch, and then dinner. Uh, we have the Oasis Bar and Grill, which offers lunch and bar service. There is the Pineapple Lanai, which offers Dole Whip and snacks. We have Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace, which offers bar service. There is the On the Green Grill, which offers snacks. There is the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show, which offers a uh, Hawaiian luau uh, on certain nights throughout the week. The Kona Cafe, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Tambu Lounge, which offers breakfast, lunch, bar service, and late night options. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, which offers bar service. Captain Cook's, which is their quick service location, which offers breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late night offerings. Kona Island, which offers breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And the Barefoot Pool Bar offers bar service. Uh, Once again, we've got room service offering breakfast, lunch, dinner, and late night options. Okay. And moving on to another um, very cool resort. If you enjoyed the idea of the bungalows at the Polynesian, um, you might really get a kick out of the Cocker... (laughs) Cocker... Um, the Copper Creek Villas and Cabins. Yes, you would certainly get a kick out of that. Uh, Copper Creek's Villas and Cabins is located at the Wilderness Lodge. It is the second DVC location at the Wilderness Lodge. It opened on July 17th of 2017. The theme is rustic, and there are 185 rooms. Your options are boats to the Magic Kingdom and buses everywhere else. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, there was one point where Disney seemed to be putting a vacation club in every deluxe property right and i remember you and i having the discussion like well what's going to happen next are they going to start to put vacation clubs at moderate properties which they sort of sort of did yeah but what's the next best thing well let's put a second (laughs) right vacation club property at a deluxe resort yes and that's what they did here yes um so here they have deluxe studios um that features a a bed and a queen-size sleeper sofa. That's, Thank you for those notes, Tony. <laughs> that's their description on their website. So let's assume they're queen beds. It has, it has a bed. Um, well, the one-bedroom villas and two-bedroom villas have a king bed. So hmm. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but there's a bed. 
And also a queen-size sleeper sofa. It sleeps up to four adults. Um, pricing is between $524 and $806. And once again, I know Cheryl didn't mention it, but with these uh, properties, these rooms, there's only one view where you're either going to get the pool, bay lake, the woodlands, the courtyard, or you're going to be looking at the wilderness lodge. So there's multiple views, but there's only one price. There's only one price point, right. Okay. Um, and then there's the one-bedroom villa, which features a king bed and a queen-size sleeper sofa and sleeps up to four adults. That is $752 up to $1,185. Is there a reason you didn't mention the deluxe studio with the walk-in shower? Because the difference is just a walk-in shower. I wasn't going to go through the whole thing just to say, hey, they also have this option with a walk-in shower. I know. They separate it in categories, though, so it is a different price point. Oh, okay, then. Okay. But you didn't give me that price point when we went through. I know I didn't. So I didn't have much to say about it, but thank you for calling attention to it. Well, you'll never say it, Cocker Creek. That's No. Sure. <laughs> um, did I do the two-bedroom villas? You, you did threw not. me off here. Two-bedroom villas, one king bed, two queen beds, and a queen-size sleeper sofa. Sleeps up to eight adults. Pricing between $1,215 and $2,157. And then, this is the one everyone wants, is the cabin. Um, that features a king bed, a queen bed, and a queen-size sleeper sofa, plus a pull-down, a single pull-down bed and a twin-size sleeper chair. Um, it sleeps up to eight adults. It's a waterfront cabin with a full kitchen with an island and a private porch with a super cool hot tub. But once again, if you're renting like a mouse boat, like when Lily and I rent our mouse boats, you go right along the back of them. Yeah, you can see in there. But that's not as bad. Like how many no, people are as, coming by on a mouse right. boat it's versus like... It's not as bad like, as having 400, 500 people on a ferry boat looking in on looking you. looking at you. Pricing on that is between $2,310 and uh, $4,241. Um, and then they do have grand villas there. Uh, those sleep up to 12 adults with a king bed, four queen beds, and a queen-size sleeper sofa. Pricing for that is $2,439 up to $4,453. That's right. And as far as restaurants and lounges go, if you just listen to the beginning of the show where we talk about the Boulder Ridge Vacation Club, it's all of the same options because this is the second DVC property at the Wilderness Lodge. Uh, so we hope you enjoyed that. When we come to you next with our next... Uh, special edition. We will be focusing on the three, uh, four vacation club properties that are not in Florida. Uh, and that is uh, the one at Disneyland, Vero Beach, Florida. Oh, wait a second. There is one in Florida. Yeah. Vero Beach, uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, and Ko'olina, Hawaii. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.